Warning, the Dub Talk podcast may contain language that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Also, there's always a possibility that spoilers may be present for any and all anime series that are being discussed. So watch out and be wary. Last of all, keep an eye out for giant crab men, vampire mosquito women, surprisingly easy to defeat mole men, mad scientists, and, of course, gorillas, because superhero shows love gorillas, and enjoy the show. Hello, one and all, and welcome to Dub Talk. This is the show where a group of dorks all get together and either talk about a recent dub announcement or revisit a series that has previously been reviewed on Lilac Anime Reviews that was dubbed afterwards. I am, of course, the one and only master of manliness himself, Spaceman Hardy, filling in at the last minute for our usual host, Lilac. Uh, fortunately, she had a rough day and is completely conked out on the, flo- on the floor, so uh, I am... Being the hero in this case, stepping up to knock this dub out in one shot. And to help me do so, we have a couple of lovely lads here. Uh, first off, we have you. Who are you? You, you t- tell us who you are. <clears throat> Hi there. My name's Amon I, uh, I, I have opinions on the internet, which is terrible. I know. I'm very sorry. But uh, unfortunately, you'll get to hear some of them on this podcast, so uh, sit tight and enjoy. Hey everybody, I'm Lack the Watcher, uh, aspiring voice actor and um, just lover of anime and uh, fellow lover of manime, like my uh, friend Hardy here. Uh, yeah! I tend to enjoy the older stuff, uh, Lupin, Cobra, all that sort of things, but I like the newer stuff too. I like myself some Shokugeki no Soma and stuff like that. And, uh, of course, One Punch Man, which we're talking about today. So, And finally, who are you? I am Roots of Justice. I am the guy who does the charts. I also happen to have a cable subscription, so that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Okay. Alright. The, the thing that I was supposed to do is someone, one of you was supposed to go on a really long-winded explanation... And I was gonna go. You have to say it in ten words or less. <laughs> but nobody oh, got it. This it. is why. This is why. It Sorry, takes... Lilac. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing my best here, people. I've. We're course... sorry. Anyways, yes, we're covering One Punch Man, and we're we're off to a. When I was born start at the Baltimore off. Hospital in <laughs> 1992, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I'm not even trying. With that in mind, with that in mind, yes, obviously this is one of the biggest shows uh, of the past year, um, and it finally has its dub has finally debuted on Toonami, and and we're we've been we actually interesting how we came up with this group. We actually rolled dice in order to choose who was going to cover it because we all wanted to be in this episode. And so basically, yes, we cast lots in the old biblical fashion, and the four gentlemen that you see before you now were the ones who uh, who managed to win, except for me. I just sort of kind of tagged along by default. Plus, but, I don't so, get to be in the Hunter Hunter talk, so I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we are, without further ado, we are going to cover One Punch Man. Uh, we're going to try to make our way through it. Yeah. 
but uh, no promises. This is sort of a last-minute thing. It was either now or never. Um, anyways, shall we start off with our ADR director and scriptwriter? Do we have any predictions for these? Mm-mm. Um... I would probably say that if I was going to predict, I would have said Patrick Seitz, because he's good with comedy, and the series, you know, revels in that sort of comedy. I mean, with what he did with JoJo, I think he could have brought a lot to One Punch Man as well. So. Okay. All right. Oh, anyone else? Uh, yeah, I had um, Tony Oliver for director, mainly because he seems to be the one that Bang Zoom brings in for the really, really big dubs. <laughs> and then uh, Patrick Seitz for scripts. Okay. Because, yeah, Patrick Seitz for scripts. Yeah. I did not I did not have anyone for script writer, but I sort of kind of accidentally got it right on a whim. Because <laughs> these two have is. been doing, a, yeah, these two have been doing a lot of, um, a lot of LA dubs as of recent. Uh... I either had Christy Reed, or I had the guy who actually is doing it is Chris Kaysen. And the only reason I sort of thought it might be him was because he's been doing so many L.A. dubs lately. He did. Uh, he's He's got two currently airing on Toonami, the other one being Iron-Blooded Orphans, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. And so, as for scriptwriter, we have two down here. We have Dave Cassipit. And believe it or not, Mike McFarland actually helped with the script. Oh, that's right. I remember him oh. saying that. Mm -hmm. And that makes and so, this dub make a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. As far as other things Chris Kaysen has directed, he, he originally started out in Texas for working for Funimation. Mm -hmm. And so he has a lot of funny dubs under his belt. But now he's moved mainly over into the L.A. area, so... He's, he's basically over there now. Uh, as far as staff goes, shows that he's directed. He directed Baki the Grappler. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. He directed oh, he, only even, two episodes Even, even of the it, most right. anime lovers can't like defend Baki the Grappler. I love that show. It is a beautiful garbage pile. It really <laughs> I, is. I'm with Hardy on this. Like It's fun. It's just not good. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. It's one of those magic, magic dumpster fires you just roast weenies on. Let's see here. He directed, he directed most recently the Asterisk War. He directed no Birdie the Mighty Decode. Yeah, he directed Black. Hmm. No, he was not Black Cat. Hey, but, Kira. Uh, he directed Case Closed. A lot of episodes of that. Um, Chrome Shelled Regios. He did some directing for Dragon Ball Z. Um... He was the Galaxy Railways. Let's see here. He, he of Stigma, if anyone can remember that. Sorry. I was just going to say, Go. didn't he start with like Yu Yu Hakusho, like working under Justin Cook? Yeah, he was assistant ADR director yeah. for Yu Yu Hakusho. He, was, he worked on Yuki Yuna is a Hero very recently. Um, the one dub that Pony Can actually did. Yeah, don't get me started. Uh, as far as our script writers go, um, Mike McFarland is pretty synonymous, mainly for his directing, but he also has quite a few uh, scripts under his belt. He did the script for Beck, Mongolian, Chop Squad, <laughs> uh, Case Closed, Movie 14. He did the script for The Empire of Corpses recently. 
Hey, he did the script for Full Metal Alchemist. And uh, he did ADR script for Episode 2 of Helsing Ultimate. He's mainly known more for his directing than his scripts, but he does them on occasion. As far as Dave Cassipit goes, this is his only script. He's mainly been working with production supervision until now. Hmm. So, what do we feel about the directing and the script writing so far? Um, I'll it's go first. Incredibly, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, I think it fits really, really well. I think they're doing a great job. It's not detracting too far from the original text, but they are giving it a very, like, uh, Western style of dialogue that, that fits for what the characters are trying to say. Um, I think a lot of, not to jump ahead, but I think a lot of Saitama's dialogue is very, very funny, and I think it's delivered very well. And I think it really works for the for the kind of like the kind of uh, slackerish kind of personality for him. And I think I think everybody pretty much fits their roles really well. And I think yeah, um, a lot of them. I, I was just like, oh, I didn't expect that at all. But like when you hear the voice, it you get you understand why they were picked for it. So okay, all right. What about you, Roots? Okay, what I'm about to say kind of has, in certain circles, negative connotations, but I don't mean them in that way. Um, it sounds like a Texas stub. It, it sounds very Funimation from the script writing and the directing. Mm. I, I see in what you mean. In a good way or a bad way? In a good way. Okay. You know, in the in the blood blockade battlefront sort of way. Not the J. Michael Tatum sort of way. <laughs> oh, stop. Everything feels like it's localized, but it doesn't... Uh, I have the same trouble describing this with um, with Iron-Blooded Orphans. It's... And you, you see, that's the truth. It's not stilted. Yeah, the, mm. the thing the thing about like localization, specifically for an anime like this, is there, there's some cultural stuff that is going to have to be changed around a little bit, you know, because we're dealing with a protagonist who is both a superhero, but he's also, you know, a, a neat basically. So yeah. it's a hikikomori. Yeah, and it's like. Uh, yeah, it's like, how do you translate that for an American audience? I mean, obviously the show has been very popular here over the States, with or without a dub. But you're still making it dub. So, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts, uh, Jared? Uh, I, I'm enjoying it a lot. I, I think this is very well done. Uh, you know, like, com comedy's hard to do, especially when you're taking comedy that is maybe playing towards, you know... Um, a set of expectations and ideas of what is funny that aren't necessarily going to translate over, and you know here you have the advantage that a lot of it's visual gags. You know you don't you don't you don't need to, you know, localize Saitama's face. That just does that by itself. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. But I th I thought they did a very good job of like selling the selling the verbal humor and the jokes, and it feels it feel I, I agree like it feels very natural. It doesn't feel stilted. Uh, I noticed there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Just like I was just saying, like I'm, I'm enjoying it immensely. I think they've done a very good job. I've noticed it is a bit on the punny side, and it doesn't act to its detriment. Mm -hmm. Like this is a very punny show. The entire show is basically one giant satire, and so when when 
when Saitama slaps Mosquito Girl up the side of a... <laughs> and splatters <laughs> across a building. And he goes, bugs, they suck. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I'm okay with what, it. What does, he say, what does he say in the dub? Like, uh, we bugged her to death or something like that? Or the, or the... No, no, he goes, bugs, they suck. <laughs> okay. And he slaps her across the side of a building. It's like, it's like a joke from Batman 66. It's great. Yeah. yeah. My favorite part is when he wakes up from his nightmare and goes, Ah, you've got a booger on your finger! Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't want to play rock, paper, scissors with you. you got a booger on your finger. <laughs> John Jiken. But, uh, anyways, yeah. the So far, directing is okay. There are a few... There's one character in particular I think could be handled a lot better, but we'll speak with him about him later. In general, I think the acting and directing and script writing works. The script writing actually works really, really well. Yeah. And uh, directing has some lows, but it's generally a solid effort. Yeah. So far. Yeah. I, I um, think, um, just to piggyback off of Amon for a second... Um, I, I think the self-awareness helps because this is something um, I thought about with the the JoJo dub um, was just the fact that the creators know what they're working on and they're treating it with the respect and with the fun that it deserves. So I guess that's... Exactly. Yeah. All right. That's cool. So general consensus is, you know, they're the directors, everyone's treating it uh, appropriately with a... Like it's supposed to be. Basically. Yeah. Right. All right. Okay. So moving on, we're going to go through our our one shot villains real quick. Uh, we really didn't have any prediction. If if we did have a prediction, step up and say so. Uh, because these first four are special because they actually play characters similar to characters they've already played before. And these would be Vaccine Man. Uh, who gets taken out in episode one, Marugori the Brawn Brother, who also gets taken out in episode one, the Beast King, who gets taken out episode three, I believe? Uh, two. Two, yeah. Two, I want to yeah. say. Yeah, and then Carnage Kabuto, who is the main villain of episode three. And... I forget how much they fill up in one episode. It's kind of crazy. So. They really do. They he, he just knocks them back like candy. Yeah. So, did anyone have any predictions for these four at all? I, I think I think in my brain I thought oh, it would be really funny if Vaccine Man was played by Chris Savage, but I didn't really expect it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Roots, you. It's like he's you, in Texas. They're not going to bring him over to L.A. for a for like five minutes of voice time, right? That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. R and lo and behold. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, Root, you yeah. said you had a couple predictions, because I do too, but if you want to go first. Um, just one for this group of villains, and that was uh, Richard Epcar's Carnage Kabuto. Yes. Okay. Actually, I, that was my prediction too, for Carnage Kabuto. Not really for any particular reason, but just because his voice would kind of fit the character. Well, actually, um, the, the Seiyuu is, um, uh, Joestar, right? You know what? Subconsciously, that might have been Yeah, I think that's, reason I, I think him. that's why I thought Richard Epcar, too, because I was like, oh, that'll be kind of fun if they both voice Joseph Joestar and they both voice, uh, Carnage Kabuto. So. 
Mm -hmm. Maybe Bo Billingsley, too, because he was like the voice of Jet Black, too, or something. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, it's time to go over our special guest stars. Vaccine Man, who looks identical to Piccolo, is voiced by Chris Sabat. Marugori, who is who transforms into a giant titan-like monster, is voiced by Bryce Pappenbrook. The Beast King, who is a giant lion monster, is voiced by George C. Cole, also known as Paul St. Peter. And Carnage Kabuto, who is a giant, um, a giant man-eating beetle, who trans makes a transform transformation into the colors of Ava Unit 01, is voiced by Mark McFar Mike McFarlane. Is, These, is that why he's playing Carnage Kabuto? Yes, and the funny thing is, Mike McFarlane directed the dubs for the Ava movies. Yes, that's why I'm like, that's a bit of a stretch, wow. but okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess it makes like, more sense is, than having, that like... That is a cool reason. I guess it makes more yeah. sense than having, like, Spike Spencer voice Carnage Gavito. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Paul St. Peter obviously voiced the vo was the voice of Liamon in, in Digimon, right. and so it makes... it's funny that he voices on yet another evil giant lion character this, this and was uh, chris case embracing his fanboy basically basically yeah i just i think it's a hoot that they actually actually went and did oh this. Yeah. yeah absolutely i mean i would have tried to do yeah. it if i could have i'm trying to rack my brain of who they're going to get for the sea king who i want for boros is obviously sean shimmel because <laughs> boros is basically yeah. you know evil alien goku and uh, sort of like Goku uh, and Frieza sort of merge it's, together. It's possible, because they seem to be keeping Boros on the down low. So, yeah. it would be funny if they were like, there's a reason we kept it secret, because, you know, it's Black Goku. Boros is Black Goku. No. Uh. Anyways. Sea um, King wasn't announced yet. Oh, no, cool. Um... Would be kind of cool if Chris Rager were Sea King because of Arlong. Chris Rager? Just that, putting that out there. That would be cool now that I think about it. Mm. I feel bad for asking, be... but who's he? Uh, he was Hercule, and oh. he's also Arlong in One Piece. Okay. okay. Yeah. Most recently, he was... Uh, uh, I don't know if you listened to the Rage of Bahamut episode, but he was... Um, not Favaro, but he was uh, Kaiser Lidford. Okay. Yeah, in Bridge of Bahamut Genesis. He's the one who goes, Father <laughs> So. Like you need to go back and watch more Dub Talk episodes. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> then you would get the in-jokes that we spit out. Anyways, moving on to our one-shot villains. We have three more villains who we want to talk about. Uh, we have Dr. Genus, who is the head of, the, what is it, the House of Evolution? House of uh -huh. Evolution, yeah. Uh, we also have Hammerhead, who is the uh, the leader of the Paradisers, I think. Mm -hmm. And we have Mosquito Girl, who Main is... Main character of most of your fan fiction of the past year. No. Pretty uh. much, yeah. Anyways, do we have any predictions for these? I had one for Dr. Genus, and uh, for Hammerhead, I actually did have one. I, I also have one for Dr. Genus. I... Mm -hmm. Yeah, did I have one for... I've got one for Dr. Genus and one for Hammerhead myself. I don't know if I had okay. one for any of these guys, to be honest. Um, right. Yeah, I, I'll... I'll, I'll uh, I actually... 
I had one for Mosquito Girl, but it doesn't really count. Actually, you know what? No, I did have one for Mosquito Girl, and I'll, I'll talk about it later. So, all right, I did have one for Mosquito Girl, but it doesn't actually count because I didn't hear it until I actually heard the trailer. She has like one line in the in the teaser trailer. And mm-hmm. it sounded to oh, me. I think I know where you're going. It sounded a lot like Colleen Clinkenbeard's Luffy almost. Yeah. <laughs> so that's who I thought Mosquito Girl was. For Dr. Genus, I actually thought it would be Matt Mercer. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I can see and that. For Hammer, and for Hammerhead, this is where I put my Chris Sabat cameo. Because he looks like. Uh, he looks kind of like Nappa now that I think about it. Which I now that I think about it, I should have had. Who is Na- Nappa's Mark voice Stoddard? Actor? Is that it? Not Mark I... Stoddard. Okay. No, no. He evil. Phil Parsons. Phil Parsons. Yes, evil stripper Klaus. Now that I remember. But uh, but yeah, that's that's who I thought. Especially Doctor Genus. I, I thought that was that would be Matt Mercer. Yeah. What about you guys? Uh, for Dr. Genus, I had Derek Stephen Prince on the basis that whenever I see a, like, arrogant guy with glasses in an anime, I think, oh, it's a Derek Stephen Prince role. You should do that. Uh, yeah, that's Uryu. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Alright. Anyone else? Uh, <laughs> Mine's kind of an okay, afterthought, um, so if you want to go root, you can. So. Okay, um, Hammerhead I had down as, uh, Vic Mignogna. Mainly because of the uh, reference to Akaku Matarame from Matarame oh. from Bleach. Okay. <laughs> yeah, stumbling over my own tongue. Um, so between Dr. you, G- oh, sorry. So between you and Amon, we have Uryu and Ikaku. <laughs> basically. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I and I don't um, watch Bleach. <laughs> don't. You don't want to. Please don't. <sighs> I know who Ikaku is. Doctor Genus. Dr. Genus. Um, I can't remember what the anime was I was watching at the time where it popped into my head, but um, that's where I had Keith Silverstein. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, now that I think about it, my choice is actually kind of funny, considering the fact that both of these voice actresses, the one who actually is voicing Mosquito Girl and the, my prediction were both Fujiko Mines. Um, I actually, I think in my mind, when I saw Mosquito Girl, I was anticipating Michelle Ruff. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess I just, you know, Michelle Ruff is usually a, uh, you know, she's usually good with these kind of roles. You know, the the sort of seductive, you know, vampirist kind of, you know, role. So I guess I, even though Mosquito Girl is a one-shot villain, I guess I kind of just anticipated seeing her kind of ham it up in that wonderful Michelle Ruff way that she does. So Fun, Funny you should mention it because the actress who does play Mosquito Girl, for the longest time, I've always called her Michelle Ruff Light. No kidding. Be- I, can, I can see yeah. that. And it, funny enough, again, they both played Fujikos. So. Yeah. In fact, yeah, it's uh, a lot of times I'll listen to this actress and I'm like, are you sure that's not? No, that's she she's doing her best Michelle Ruff impersonation, but yeah, uh, who is playing Mosquito Girl is Christina V. Mm-hmm. Doctor Genus, uh, let me pull it up, is played by Ray Chase. Uh, Doctus. Yes, 
And uh, Hammerhead is played by... Uh, uh, can I, can so I say it? I know who it is. Go ahead. Go ahead and say it. Uh, Edward Bosco is playing uh, Hammerhead. So. Yeah. Um, Edward Bosco does not have many... He only has two roles to his name. He plays uh, Hammerhead and other roles in One Punch Man, and he is... He plays a background character in Sword Art Online that we don't know. Yeah. Has no name. Um, yeah, his, Christina, his BTVA is, like, just Hammerhead so far for, like, anime. So. Basically, yeah. Ray Chase is interesting because, I'm going to go ahead and say it now, he does play a, a main character, a more important character later on in the show. Uh, he plays Puri Puri Prisoner. Just putting that out there. Um <laughs> As far as main roles, he plays Yu Otosaka in Charlotte. He plays Hanzo in Hunter x Hunter 2011. He plays Shara Khan in Magi, the Labyrinth of Magic. Uh, he plays Graham in uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt. And he plays Hauser in The Seven Deadly Sins. And as far as Christina V goes, she is one of the biggest rising stars in the voice acting world. Obviously, she's Homura Akimi from Madoka Magica. Uh, she is, wow, she was all the way back in Ica R16 Virgin Mission, if you can remember that. She, she, is, ba <laughs> she is basically the poster child of fan-turned-you-know-pro. <laughs> right, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, obviously, Homura Akimi. We're not going to stick too long. Uh, some of her other important roles, she's uh, Morgiana in uh, Magi. She is... The new voice of Sailor Mars in Sailor Moon. Um, just a whole bunch of other things. If you've been watching anime as of late... Oh, she plays a pig! Yes, <laughs> Hawk. Sins. She's Hawk. That's right. Yes. You could say she really brings home the bacon by hamming it up. Yeah, but, but you shouldn't. No, Ooh. you shouldn't. Really. That's a pretty bad pun. And so, yeah, these villains are fun to listen to, especially Mosquito Girl. I think she was a lot of yes. fun. Yes. I, and Hammerhead was was pretty funny. Um, Doctor Genus kind of, eh, I don't know. He he was fine. He's there. I, I like yeah, him. He's... I thought he, I kind of I kind of thought there was a little bit of Tatum in there, which worked. So uh, <laughs> yeah. But um yeah no um if you look at Edward Bosco, and you hear Hammerhead, you're like, that voice came out of that dude. <laughs> like if you look at pictures of Edward Bosco, you're gonna be like. That dude sounds like he's in his 40s, and he looks like he's in his late 20s. So. But, um, yeah, no. Uh, Hammerhead was really good. Uh, I like Dr. Genis. And Mosquito Girl, Christina V sounded like she was having a hell of a time playing Mosquito Girl. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to play a one-shot villain that gets slapped upside the head, you know, might as well have fun with it. Yep. Yeah, do it with some gusto. Yep. Yeah, that was, that was that was my feeling. I thought the like the I don't think any of these people were like exceptional per se, but they're also playing you know one note one off characters, and I think they all did. Yeah, you know, they, they did what they needed for these. From roles. what I've from what I've read, Doctor Genos is or uh, Genos Genus Genus Doctor Genus Genus is um is supposed to come back because he's not dead. So <laughs> we'll have to see. In true superhero fashion, if they're not dead, yeah, they'll just come right. back to annoy you later. That tells us something. If you're human in the show and Saitama punches you, you don't die. You just get the crap kicked out of you. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I could say that Christina V had a lot of guts in this role. But uh, but I shouldn't because that's a terrible pun. Uh, She's a black swordsman? Hey, there's only yeah, never. No, she's she's the little bulldog from Kill la Kill. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't know uh, that. Oh, no, okay. she's not. No, I'm just. Oh, okay. I'm just <laughs> forget anything I'm said. It's late. I'm hosting this last minute. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Okay, so we like our little one-shot villains, but let's get into some uh, some more important characters. Let's go on to Metal Knight and a my mask uh two members of the hero organization technically they're heroes but in reality they act like anything but uh, metal knight is doing it mainly for the science and a my mask is mainly doing it for the glory so that he can he he refuses to go up in grade because he wants everyone else to be below him basically I mean, he could be a level S, but he just wants to be the top of the level A's so that everyone else knows who's boss. And Metal Knight could care less if an entire city gets destroyed by a meteor as long as he gets good data. He doesn't even show up personally, he just sends his robots. So, they're heroes, but they're honestly kind of douchebags. So, did we have any predictions for these two? I had one for Metal Knight. I had one for a My Mask. I had one for a my mask too, so. and I had one for Metal Knight, so this works perfectly. How about that? All right, uh, guys who had perfectly balanced. All right, guys who had predictions for Metal Knight, you go ahead. All right, you wanna go first? Sure. Right. Um, for my prediction for Metal Knight, I had Chris Sabat mainly because of um. Oh God, um, what was that one Final Fantasy role he did? Garland. Um, Final Fantasy Garland, Final Fantasy IV, hmm. mainly because of him. All right. Uh, I put what I, I put Patrick Seitz, mostly because I don't I can't remember that many LA actors off the top of my head, and the ones I could <laughs> exactly. remember. It's, 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 well, the it's thing bad. is, they get it's bad. I think the last LA dub I watched was like Monster in well, like 2009. It's real bad. The, the thing is, is that I Bang know. Zoom, wow. The thing is, is that Bang Zoom has been getting so much new talent. And it's so prevalent in uh, the One Punch Man dub. Like, it really is. Mm. So, I, mean, I don't yeah. know. Mm -hmm. uh, Lack, you had someone for a My Mask. Who did you predict? I didn't want to. It was so obvious, but as it turns out, it wasn't obvious because it wasn't him at all. But I thought Matt Mercer because a My Mask and Mikisugi look exactly the same. <laughs> so. I, well, I thought, I personally thought my choice would be obvious because this character plays snidely, evil little Bishonen douchebag so very well. Possibly because he is one in real life, but, you know, oh. I apologize, I apologize, that was mean. But uh, I predicted Vic Mignogna as a my mask. Hmm. Yeah. Doesn't matter because we are all wrong. Yeah, how could uh, we have known? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Metal Knight is voiced by Taylor Henry, a.k.a. Jameson Price. And, uh, and a My Mask is voiced by a newcomer named Ben Lepley. Who might just um, be as pretty as a My Mask. Yeah. Ben <laughs> Lepley, this is his only role. In contrast, 
uh, Taylor Henry has been around for a long, long, long time. He was in Akira, for God's sake. He was in Akira, yeah. Uh, Taylor- the new dub, we should probably yeah. asterisk in there. Right. Yeah. Um, most famous roles, he is the second voice of, uh, of Yasutora Sado, uh, Chad, in Bleach. Uh, he was Detart Reed in Code Geass. He's Iron Tiger in Blaze Blue. Uh, he's Yukio Oikawa in Digimon Adventure 2. He was uh, Mikia Awakuso in Dorara X2. He was Rider in Fate Zero. He is uh, Lord Genome in Gurren Logon. He is... Let's see, I'm looking for all the big ones that he's been in. He was Giovanni he, uh, in Pokemon Origins. He was. He was Albert Maverick in Tiger and Bunny. Uh, he's just been in a ton, a ton of... of oh, he was um, Count of Monte Cristo in Gankutsuo. Oh, That's right. That guy. That is. Yeah. And so, what do we think of the of what we've heard from them so far? Because each of them have only had one scene. But they were very prominent scenes. Okay, um... Uh, my mask, I don't remember, like, in the slightest. I might have actually fallen asleep during the episode. Honestly, I thought a my mask voice was a bit too deep. I think he needed to sound more bishy, if anything. You know, hence why, you know, I kind of wanted to hear uh, Vic's voice for this, because he can play really kind of douchey characters very well. <laughs> But I mean, I, I I honestly don't remember too much of it either, because yeah, it's kinda just I don't remember too much because I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? I, I I definitely see what you mean. Like I don't like his voice could be prettier, if that makes sense. Right. Um, I think he I think I did think he kind of got like the tone pretty well as far as like a my mask seems pretty shady at the best He's- of times. Yeah, he seems shady and he seems rather emotionless, I mm. guess. I mean, yeah. I'm. I know we're supposed to be talking about the dubs, but if I could theorize the series for a second, I, I seriously think of my mask is going to be the main bad guy. Honestly, it's leading up to that. You yeah, know? he's definitely yeah. got that vibe. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I think, I think it would be blast. cool. I, yeah. Yo, I have my theories of who Blast is. A lot of people are going to think it's going to come down to Saitama versus Blast versus in the in the ending of the game of the series, but uh, but that's all just fan theories for now. But yeah, I do think a My Mask is going to be a major villain later on. Um, as for Metal Knight, you know, I you can Jameson Price can read a phone book to me, and I'll be enthralled <laughs> for hours. Basically, yep. You're not going to be able yeah. to fall asleep though. I... <laughs> The man has the magic cords. Oh he yes. Is, yep. He is the the voice of, of villainy. Probably the nice. I am the. Yeah. Yes. But, it's, uh, it's the great. Yeah, what is it? Uh, it's the great pumpkin, Shiro Imiya. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember some writer lines because I love writer. Oh yes. What what was it? Um, the one where he he was all about you know fighting sex. Do it to the best of your ability, whatever it is. <laughs> yes. He was he um, was, 
He was the gummy guy he, in uh in in uh friggin. He was. He was Jelly Jiggler. Jelly Jiggler. Yeah. <laughs> I, w I wish I knew more about uh bo 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 bo. But like, I don't know. I just I always found that funny. It's it's really we need crazy. We watch some episodes together. Oh yeah. it's, man, I remember that from Toonami. Oh my It's crazy God. when you when you look at the cast for bo 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 because it's like. It's got some of the most prestigious VAs in all of dubbing. <laughs> and they're basically making fart noises. Yeah. Like, the whole episode. The entire the thing is a... Richard Ep it, It's basically the Batman 60s series of, of anime dubs, because it's got all this great talent in it, acting like fools. <laughs> and then you realize, yeah, the voice of Bato is going... Is talking with a thick Texas accent and is going... Behold my nose hair powers. Like, sometimes beans got spider webs in them. <laughs> when they're eating natto. It's the nose hair. Nose hair. It's not few. <laughs> we, we do need to get together and watch some. Because I have the first season on DVD. Oh, man. Oh, of course you do. You bought the s'more release? Yes, I bought the first half. I need to get the second half before it goes out of print. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. We, we love you, Richard. You're you're one of the best. So. Yeah, and we also love Jameson. So yeah, you know, basically, Metal Knight can do two lines, and you know, I don't care. Um, moving on, before we get too sidetracked, next we have two other heroes. We have Silver Fang, aka the sweet old dude, and we also have Terrible Tornado. AKA this sassy lost child. <laughs> both of them Both of them are S-ranked members of the Hero Society and uh, Silverfang's actually a really cool old dude. He's his basically his power comes from his awesome martial arts abilities, which is actually now that you think about it, it's really grounded in reality and uh, he doesn't need superpowers to be he's, badass. He's probably the most traditional anime character in the entire series. So. He really is, yeah, and one of the one of the manliest, of, I would yeah. argue as well. Mm. Yeah, and mm -hmm. terrible tornado is a nasty little bitch of a psychic. <laughs> oh, I She's, love her. She's adorable. <laughs> yeah, uh, she is basically a midget with incredible psychic powers. Uh, one of the strongest characters in the show doesn't even trust Saitama, or or or. Um, or even consider him all that powerful, even after witnessing what he's done, what he's capable of. And so she's one of the of the strongest characters in the show. Uh, do we have any predictions for these two? Oh, I actually do. <laughs> I just realized I, I actually do have one for Terrible Tornado. So, I have uh, one for Tornado, and I have one for, uh, for Silver Fang. I have one for both two. Did I have one for Silver And Fang? I have one for each. Hmm. Yeah. I'm or who wants have. to go first? Uh, uh, um, who only had one? Uh, we should probably start. There. I, I really only had one, so I'll just do I'll just do terrible tornado. Um, okay. I actually um I anticipated Stephanie Shea because okay I I feel like her voice would have fit very well. It would have been funny to hear Usagi, uh, you know, be a sassy little, <laughs> a sassy little yeah. uh lost child. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a minty fresh little lost child with sass. Um, but yeah, no, um, Stephanie Shea is usually really good with those kind of roles, uh, what she did with, 
Oh my god, I'm blanking. Um, pink girl from Kill a Kill. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, oh god, why not, did you have not, a blank me? Not Nui. Nonon, the other pink nu girl. Yui, Yui Harame. Is that who I'm thinking? Nui. 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 Yes. Nui, that's Nui. it, yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I just kind of imagined her taking what she got from Nui and taking it to Terrible Tornado. Um, yeah. or, or Akira from Lucky Star, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's just... TT uh, seemed like the type of character that she usually plays. I wasn't, like, putting too much thought into it. I just thought, well, if if I had to imagine a voice coming out of TT, it would be... It would be mm -hmm. Stephanie. So. You said TT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ironic, considering... The funny thing is, because she ain't got none. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody! Good night. As for me, for my predictions... This is what happens when Lilac's not here. Oh, yeah. No, this still happens when Lilac's here. She just goes, Get out! <laughs> no, yeah. For my predictions for Terrible Tornado, I actually had two. This is where I put either the sisters, the L.A. sisters, because... Dallas has their own group of sisters. L.A. has their own group. And the twins over here in L.A. are Christina V. and Christine Marie Cabanos. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they've both played very similar characters to Tornado, where, where they sort of pitch their voice like this really high, and yet are still sisters. are sassy and mean. And uh, I think that's who I predicted to play her. As for Silverfang... Uh, I only had one prediction, and that was uh, His Greatness, um, the Emperor Charles himself, Michael McConaughey. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Mm -hmm. The man manly enough to to edit his own TV Tropes page. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever gone onto his TV Tropes page? It is the most hilarious thing, honestly. I need to do that oh, now. I need to. Yes. Now that you mention it, I I, I don't know if it out. really was him doing it. But I want to believe it was because it is the, it is exactly what you would want from a TV tropes page about Michael McConaughey. So. Right. <laughs> Roots, who did you have? Okay, for um, for uh, Tornado of Terror, I um, I basically put down Erica Mendez. Oh. She plays a lot sense. of younger characters, and I kind of wanted to hear her as a smarmy little shit. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, she is there Nico is. already, so. That's is it dub coming yeah. out? But I, I haven't. Yeah, it's out on DVD. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I still need to pick it up and watch it because, yeah, I'm kind of interested. You in will, anyway. you will join an idle hell with the rest of us. I'm already gonna be an idle hell. <laughs> You'll find out about that soon enough. Oh joy, Megan will have her vengeance. And um, as for Silver Fang, um. Had to give it to Jameson Price. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. What about you? Because not only can he do the old uh, the uh, the villain very well, he can also do the old mentor. That is true. That is true. Uh, what about you, Amon? Uh, for Terrible Tornado, I had put down Lord Bailey. Uh, who, ah. Yeah. Because we have we haven't been seeing her in many dubs lately. No, well, unfortunately, well, she's, she's, she's on this. She's too mm -hmm. busy making tons of money being Avengers characters. <laughs> so, oh, no, no, yeah, she's right. too busy. She's too busy being in Glitter Force. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a well, that's yeah. a that's an, a Mary E dub, right? So, yeah, like she has the power to yeah. basically bring in anyone she wants. So. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I had her for uh, Terrible Tornado. For Silver Fang, I had put down Richard Epcar, but I'd forgotten about Michael McConaughey, and I want to retroactively change it to Michael McConaughey because I like that okay. better. Yeah. Well, we funny. could put them. We, <laughs> we could put them both there because they're both willing. They're both, you know, they yeah. both deserve it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The power of Michael McConaughey allows well, it's, it's it to It's like happen. who who is the trio of manliness? Michael, Richard, and Jameson. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, pretty much. And if you have any extra room, you can stick uh, Lex Lang in there as well. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, as always, we are all wrong. <laughs> um, Silver Fang is played by Will Barrett. Um, and Terrible Tornado is played by Mariev Harrington. Two names that we do not hear very often. But believe it or not, they've both actually been around for quite some time. Yeah, especially in Will um, Barrett's case. Will Barrett was in the original cast of Aeon Flux. What? Wow. Yeah. Yes. You're joking. No. I mean, it wasn't... God, I remember Aeon Flux. It's like, um... I looked on his BTA page. Wasn't he on uh, Silver Fox? Or Silver Hawks? I mean... I don't... I don't know. Uh, his birth name is John Demita, so if that if that makes any difference. But uh, now, no, he was in Aeon Flux. He's been in older shows that he's been. He was in Marmalade Boy, if you can remember that show. Oh boy! He was in Mobile Suit Gundam: The Movie Trilogy, the original one. And he, holy shit, he was in Rain the Conqueror. <laughs> oh my god. As if anyone ever watched that show. I heard that was I pretty good. I watched it. Yeah, mo well. but most recently he's he started to come back. He was ne he was a voice one of these voice actors who was gone for a long time and is recently coming back. Most recently, he's the voice of Cars in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. He's JJ Sexton in um, Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolts, and he's Coral Conrad in Mobile Suit Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. Oh, I think I was thinking of the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he was in Aeon Flux, believe it or not. A true Ma deep cut. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Mariev Harrington has also been around for a very, very long time. She was the... Let's see here. <laughs> she was in the Wailer... The, the, oh, let me see what it is. The <laughs> I thought William you were going to break Winkler, out the song there for a minute. <laughs> she was in the William Winkler dub for the Fist of the North Star. Wow. If you... Let's let's put it this way: the William Winkler dubs are not good. They are very, <laughs> that's the, very. That's awful. the TV anime, right? That is what happened. No, no. The William Winkler dubs is when they took a bunch of episodes of the TV anime, put them into film form, and then gave them English dubs that were oh. really, really bad. Okay, and so did not release them in the North American market. These were like dubs made for outside North America that's why you've never heard them okay oh, I've heard I've heard I've heard clips and by God so they're awful yeah oh my god the, because uh, I was I was gonna Harlock say one. I was gonna say Hardy are you shitting on the streamline dub because shame on you <laughs> no 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 the streamline no. dub was awesome except for Kenshiro I mean Kenshiro was uh, sort of that's debatable but say yeah. your goodbyes lard ass because you're already dead ah! <laughs> I mean, Le Lex Lang is you know, the superior Kenshiro. Uh, uh, Lex Lang was not in the movie. Lex Lang yeah. was the... He was Kenshiro for the Manga UK dub. No, that's what I mean. Uh, so. Yeah. 
okay, we're go we're getting our Kenshiro's good. Kenshiro's yeah. been voiced by like everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Anyways, okay. Uh, more recently, Mariev is in. She's Honoka in Love Live. Uh, she is Vivian in Seven Deadly Sins. She is. What is Yes Precure Five? Is that is that Glitter Force? I think so. No, that's the um. Um, I think it's the uh, the four kids. Oh. That was dubbed in Canada. Oh, is she Canadian? It says um. Says she's from Ontario. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, under the name Lindsay Torrance, she also was in uh, Cyborg 009 versus Devilman oh, as I Eva Maria. And she is in both seasons of Nice of Sidonia as Yuhata Midorikawa. So she's been around for a while in some less than stellar works, but what do we think of her here? She does the smarmy shit well. <laughs> Granted, we haven't heard much of her just yet, so... Oh, yeah, but, you know, from what you can hear... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and what also, what do we think of, uh, of of Will Barrett as Silverfang while we're at it? I liked it. Mm-hmm. I didn't see these characters yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I started this episode and didn't finish it. I don't think I've seen them either, actually. Whoops. Okay. Sorry, because <laughs> I yeah, this was in the most recent episode with the the meteor attack. So. Mm. I, was say, I thought we were only watching up to episode four. <laughs> yeah, I, I meant to watch that earlier and it did not happen. I apologize. Rem- whatever Lilac told you, I don't know. I'm only hosting this sort of yeah, for the moment. Don't worry, dude. Uh, it's okay. So, anyways, anyways. Uh, opinions are still up on these two actors. From what we've listened, what we've heard, they sounded fine. Yeah. To be perfectly honest. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, we're opinion is still out. We'll have to come back to them when they have more lines, and then we'll we'll just sort of have Lilac edit in a note that says, <laughs> "This is their their future thoughts. It was fine." Sort of. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. Okay. Moving on to our main four characters. Finally. About time we got to these. Uh, we're going to start with the Rider for Justice, and AKA best character in the show. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moomin Rider, the true hero. The hero Who just we just so deserve. happens to not have a license. <laughs> exactly. Licenseless Rider. Yes. He it's, has it, no soup. Go ahead. It's actually interesting that they kept the Moomin Rider and not make him licenseless yeah. Rider, but I guess they wanted I to. Think- well, Moomin Rider has more of a flow to it. It yeah. sounds more natural, actually. Yeah, Plus, they probably were just like, sounds kind of weird. They were probably like, well, not we to mention want... the character. It... Yeah, sorry. Uh, not to mention the character itself is a reference to Common Rider. Right. Yeah. AKA right. Toei Tokusatsu. That would, that would spoil the joke, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I did. For all the four main characters, this is where I had my main predictions here, and uh, I'll go last. Who do you? Who did you uh, predict to be Moomin Rider? Uh, let's start with uh, Amon. Who did I have? I I put down uh, Liam O'Brien. Okay. Really? Yeah. 
yeah, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Some of these were things I meant to change later, and then I remembered <laughs> that I don't know anyone in LA, and it didn't happen. Um, this is pretty much like <laughs> Steve Bloom for all of them. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, that, that, that was that was draft one. It's like I could do a little more from this. Um, yeah, unfortunately, well, this is kind of a placeholder. It never got changed. I don't know how happy I am with it. Well, I mean, well, Steve Bloom. Steam Bloom for everyone. Hey, it worked well enough for GTO. I mean, this is this yeah. is a true this is true fact. Ar- Arkham, yeah. the Arkham series, basically. Yeah, uh, Lack. Who did you have for Moomin Rider? Um, I actually had Mr. Benjamin Diskin because yeah. I thought he had a friendly enough sounding voice, and kind of I love you, Ben, but your voice is a little nerdy, um, and I thought it would work really really well for Moomin Rider. So okay. Uh, Roots, who did you have? I um I had Bryce Pavenbrook for much the same reasons. He just sounds nice and kind of dorky. I also had Bryce, <laughs> and for the same reason as you, but also because I wanted to see how Bryce pulled off the really emotional scene. And you know the one I'm talking about. Um, yeah. I don't know, yeah, where because- it's just... Yeah, it's like, because God forbid they let Bryce actually get to be an actor. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to see, because we've heard angry Bryce in Attack on Titan and, like, Blue Exorcist. And everything. I wanted to hear just emotional screaming, you know, this is all I have left to give. Because anyone who's seen the scene, I cannot watch the scene without getting a little misty-eyed. Absolutely. And that's in Japanese. I, I, I want to see if he could pull it off. Sequence. Right. But, you know, it's just... I wanted to see how emotionally involved... I wanted to see his Bishimon cry, basically. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, if yeah. Anyone, yeah. If anyone remembers the Noragami Aragoto episode, and where Elizabeth Maxwell just, like, let it out. You know, I wanted to see someone do that. I wanted to see if, if Bryce could pull that off. Um, unfortunately, we are all wrong. Or rather, for it is actually Robbie Damon who is Moomin Rider. Uh, Robbie, Robbie. Yeah. Funny story. Robbie Damon was... <laughs> you know that really terrible George Lucas movie that came out a few years ago? Um... I think I know. Oh, yeah. Secret Strange magic. magic. Strange Magic, that's it, yeah. He was an additional voice in that movie. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, well, now he's doing Final get, Fantasy get, 15, so it's like. Well, that's, that is true. Yeah, that's a, quite a step up. Yeah. Uh, Robbie is still relatively new. Um, he has, but he's done a lot in his, uh, in his short career. Uh, he's Shunsuke in Charlotte. He is Joe, he's the new voice of Joe Keto in Digimon Adventure Try, which I'm sure that pisses a lot of people off. Uh, he's Issei Ryudo in Fate Stay Night on Unribited Bridge Works. He's Lenka in God Eater. He is Smokey Brown in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, that character who did absolutely nothing the entire time. Yeah, but he was awesome as Smokey. He is awesome, yeah. Uh, he is Galio Baldwin from Mobile Suit Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. He is... Galeo Baudouin. Yes. He is... <laughs> Feels like I'm speaking Elvish. He is the new voice of Tuxedo Mask in the new Sailor Moon dub. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is Gil Thunder in Seven Deadly Sins. And he is Saray in Tales of Zestiria, both the game and the anime. 
Um, how do we feel? He's only had one real line so far, but judging from that line, uh, how do we feel so far about Robbie's performance? I really like it. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, he, um... He, he sounds like a big dork. He does. Yeah. But I, I think yeah. that's that's kind of what we they're say going that, for. Say that, we say that in the kindest possible way, but yeah. yeah. It, Robbie in general, unless... Robbie in general kind of sounds like a big dork, but, you know, that's we say that as a labor of love. Except for Gil Thunder. So. Yeah. Or Tuxedo Mask. Yeah. True. Yeah. Or Galeo Baudouin. Galeo Baudouin. You just want to say that for the rest <laughs> of the podcast. Yes, I do. It, it is yes, fun I to do. say, isn't it? It's very fun to say. You sound sort of like Cornholio when you say, Galeo Baudouin. <laughs> I need Galeo <laughs> for my mama call. <laughs> Are you threatening me? <laughs> my bunghole will not wait. Well, thank you all for watching. Uh, <laughs> this has been the worst episode of Dub Talk ever. No, no. For one of the best no, anime I, I, to come out in the past two years. <laughs> yeah. My, I thought he sounded good in that one line. I don't know how he's going to sound in that scene. Mm. Yeah, that I, I want to hear him do that. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want to hear him pull off a Bishamon cry and see if he can just do it. Or, or just... That is gonna be that's gonna be the make it or break it point, because yeah. the scene was done so well in Japanese. You know, can it be? Can the same magic be caught captured again in English? That is gonna make or break probably this entire dub for me. That one scene right there is gonna be the focal point. So pressure is on, Robbie. Pressure is on. Don't disappoint us. That's all I can no say. Pressure. No pressure. No, no pressure. Problem. No pressure. Uh, who else has not had a chance to share their opinions? Um, I, I like. I thought the one line was very nice, and at the moment I have I am optimistic, uh, if only because this dubs this dubs endeared a lot of goodwill in me so far. So I am I'm optimistic that they they did the right casting choice and they can pull it off. All right. Yeah. Same here. All right. Very cool. So yeah, pressure's on, Robbie. Don't disappoint us. Don't uh, fuck up, son. Don't fuck up, son. All right. Moving on to. Speedo Sound Sonic, Sonic the Ninja, not Sonic the Hedgehog, not Sonic the Monkey, not Sonic the Drive-Thru. Speedo Sound Sonic, the the Blade for Hire. Uh, his power is super speed. He can move, what is it, three times speed of sound? Something but like that. He is <laughs> actually, right. He's not a hero, he's actually a mercenary, and the sworn, the self-proclaimed sworn enemy of Saitama. Yeah. Um, he's just, he just... He, Saitama messed up a job for him, embarrassed him, hit him straight in the nuts, though it was an accident entirely. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's just... It is his life's goal to find, figure out a way to defeat Saitama, even though he gets horribly mutilated every time he tries. Um, so who did we predict for Sonic? I had one prediction. I did. I did, too. Mm -hmm. okay. Same here. Me, too. I had, uh, what is it, Steve Staley, if I'm saying his oh, name right. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, um, because what was it that I heard? I, kind of reminded of his role in Tenjo Tange, where he played the um, the really hot-blooded shonen protagonist of that. So, even though he doesn't look at all, it, you know, Sonic himself is rather androgynous. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> I mean, 
Just say it. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm a gay. <laughs> uh, no homo. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, that's who I had. Who did you guys have? Uh, start with uh, you, lad. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I went for the obvious choice. I went for good old Johnny. <laughs> I also went with good old Johnny. Yeah, I also went with Johnny. <laughs> really? <laughs> he just... Sonic looks like a Johnny character. You know? Okay. I mean... Now that you mention it, now I can see it. Because I had Johnny for someone else. Mm. But, uh, but, yeah. And, uh... You know, as you were saying, he's like the ultimate shonen protagonist character, kind of turned on its head, and who's like the shonen protagonist character actor in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, even the Japanese love him. So it's like, but well, they made a character based off of him in Space Dandy. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, you just you look at for for me, you look at Speed of Sound Sonic, and you just think. That's a Johnny character right there. <laughs> now that you mention it, he does have a lot of similar similarities to Isaiah. To who? Isaiah he does, Orihara. doesn't he? Oh. Hmm. From Dorarara. There's a, there's a little bit of Lelouch Oh, yeah, in there. now that you mention it. In mm -hmm. two. You can see a little bit of Lelouch with the uh, with the darker features. So Yes. The skinniness, it, too. Right, the skinniness. You, you severely underestimate the skinniness. Uh... <laughs> But uh, once again, we are all wrong. The vo person who is voicing Speed of Sound Sonic is actually Eric Scott Kimmerer. Another relative newcomer. He's been around for a couple years. Uh, mm -hmm. Mostly known as the voice of Haruyuki Arita in Excel World. He's Ayato in Asterix War. He is Alibaba Saluja in Magi the Kingdom of Magic. He is uh, Biscuit Griffin. In Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron-Blooded Orphans. That is not a real his name. Sisters, Biscuit, his sisters Biscuit? are named Cookie and Cracker. He, tra he trained Killua in, in Gone in the Greed Ar Island arc? Oh, God. it's. Ugh. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. Uh, let's see. He's Inugami in Nura, Rise of the Yokai Clan. Uh, he is Gowther in Seven Deadly Sins. Right. He is Ryuji in Toradora. And he That's is Takashi... Right, yeah. Takashi Aiza in Your Lie in April. Uh, he plays really nerdy kids and really fat kids, basically. I Sometimes think, really fat and nerdy kids. He does them both well. Yeah. A lot of no. people want yeah. to see Eric be um, Koichi in Diamond is Unbreakable. So. I, that's who I want to see, honestly. Mm, yeah. That's who I, I do, too. Um, what do we feel about it? Uh, he sounds great. Honestly, he really does. Like, um, mm -hmm. I know that I said that I saw him as a Johnny character, but I wasn't, like, militantly, like, <laughs> set on Johnny. So, like, yeah, the voice fits for me. So, yeah. No, I think I think he's very good. He's, he's, I don't know, he's funny. Like, he fits the character. He's, he's I'm not going to be very articulate on this one. I just think he's good. Yeah. Yeah. How about your roots? Um, for different reasons as Muma and writer, um, I, I like him because he sounds in a different way from, you know, Muma and writer dorky. Right. Yeah. I just think it's hilarious when he gets punched in the nuts and the, the sounds he makes after that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I, I will, I will. <laughs> I mean, I think that's sort of the test to know if he's any good or not. Can he pull that off? Yeah. I, I, I think you popped one. <laughs> 
It's like I think that Eric, is your litmus test. You know, if you can, you cannot be an actor until you can successfully imitate a nut punch on the fly. Yeah. Turn and cough. Yes. Uh, Hopefully, you are not a method actor in punching yourself. So. I know. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> just, I just, I don't know. I'm imagining like back in the day, like. Like in the Fist of the North Star dub, they were trying to like really like make the the punches sound legit when they got hit. So they were just like punch yourself with the balls. But he was singing his castrato after that one. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I think Eric brought like the right amount of brat to uh, Sock. Yeah. I think that's what really made the the character work is the fact that he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm the best. So you know, nice speed, Keed. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta You're keep too up. slow. You're too slow. <laughs> this is what the podcast is going to develop, <laughs> devolve into. Uh. Sonic memes. Oh no, the subscriber count is dropping as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> hurry, hurry, let's move on. Anyway, general consensus is that Eric is pretty good. And God dang it. <laughs> Okay, now you're making me say get out. <laughs> I'm turning into boss man now. All right, okay. Moving on to our two lead characters. First off is the super-powered cyborg Genos. Um, he has replaced the majority of his body with cybernetic enhancements uh, after being severely injured, and he's using them to try to hunt down the... Uh, the, the cyborg that killed his family. Um, he is very subservient, very, very stoic. Um, and he... The fangirls like to think he's gay for some Well, let's face it, he kind of Let's be honest, Saitama's only in love with the rent money. Yeah, I know. Sa yeah. Saitama's only in love with the grocery store. Yeah. Well, wait. Who does he pay rent to? Is that a plot? His point? landlord? That's a... <laughs> but he lives I... in City Z, which is abandoned. He he has a really sketchy landlord who bought up a lot of really cheap buildings. Well, Probably. <laughs> anyways, moving on before we get too sidetracked. Who did we have predictions for for Genos? Because I had one that I was really, really dead set on. Actually, I had a couple. I had did I have two that I was I really dead set on. I have two. I had one. This is where I had Johnny. Yeah, he was my I, first I, choice. I, I also thought if he wasn't going to be Sonic, this is probably where he'd be if he was in this dub. Right. Yeah, but uh, my other choice, because this to me sounds like it'd be a Johnny Young Bosch role, in my personal opinion. I, I but if it that. if it wasn't gonna be Johnny, then I chose Yuri Lowenthal. Huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Mm hmm. Because they both played roles similar to this. Uh, I'm on. You go next. Uh, oh, like I said, I also thought like. Johnny and Bosch would go here. If he's not going to be Sonic, I think this would be one. Uh, I also put down um, Keith Silverstein. Partially as like... Really? Wow, you really, yeah, again, you really only saw is... Monster, didn't you? <laughs> I know, it's... I, I, I have Netflix and a Funimation subscription. I, I just I don't watch a lot of LA dubs. 
it's bad. I need to fix that. And this show made me realize. But, I mean, there it was pretty much like... Part of it was partially just name filler, and also I'm the weird person who's like, yeah, it'd be funny if the, this this guy voiced this other character voiced this <laughs> different character. That'd be I, I'd find that funny. I'd laugh. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Roots, who did you have? Okay, now this one's gonna sound a little weird because he sounds a little bit too old for the role. Okay. Um, I had Matthew Mercer. Okay, I can actually see yeah, that. I can, I can see that. Uh, mainly because you know he's played similar characters in the past, and I it just seemed to me like a Matthew Mercer role. Okay, uh, Lack, who did you have? Um, well, this is an interesting one because um, this is only based around me hearing him in Seven Deadly Sins, which I actually thought he nailed his role of Gil Thunder. I wanted, I predicted Robbie Damon. Okay. Because I thought All that right. Robbie had a good balance of sort of a stoic, you know, uh, cold calculating type of character, and he could also sound like a bro dude. <laughs> and I think that is exactly what Genos yeah. needed, because he's he's a super smart bro dude, is basically what okay. he is. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Uh, well, guess what, guys? We're, We're once again all wrong. No. You are no. wrong, sir. Wrong, 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 wrong. Actually, who is You get playing? nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Rest uh, in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. Um, who is actually playing Genos is a new voice actor named Zach Aguilar. Mm-hmm. He is, believe it or not, he's only 18 years old. I know. What am I doing yeah. with my life? <laughs> Oh, right. time to feel old again. Yep. yep. <laughs> to he, be fair, to be fair, I have a lot of friends in the voice acting community who are much younger than me. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is so far. This is his entire resume. He's played main roles in Old Noah Zero as Slain. He was uh, Takaki Uno in Iron Blooded Orphans. Uh, he's talking in Sword Art Online Two. Uh, he's the rest of his roles are Bloodlad, Charlotte, Gargantia on the Verdurous Planet, Kill a Kill, Magi, and Seven Deadly Sins as Arthur Pendragon. Mm-hmm. That is his entire resume. That's it. Mm-hmm. Dare I say how we feel about Jedos in this dub? Um. Uh, <laughs> I hate it. You hate it? I don't like it. Not a fan. I don't like it. Really? Not a fan. No, I like I'm it. Not a fan. Actually, I mean, it's it's a little, oh. it, it it's a little like I am trying to sound deep and mature for me. But honestly, I I kind of see what they're going for because it's like that makes sense. I see sense. what they're going for. I see what they're going for. I think they take it too far because yes, Genos is supposed to sound monotonous and robotic. But not this much, because what you are trying to say is, my master wants you to finish everything in ten, ten sentences, ten words or less. I don't know. It, just, to, it doesn't do it. You're starting to sound like Derek Zoolander. What? <laughs> like, what don't tell me I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like what if it, don't tell? I know what you Google is. For my master to be really, really, really good looking. Don't tell me I don't know what a ukulele is. 
We can well, open welcome, the... welcome to Zoolander Talk. We impersonate Zoolander <laughs> for an hour and a half. Like you know what? I, I hate. I hate. You know, while we're on the subject of Zoolander, I hate to take things into politics. But at this point, I'm really just expecting Donald Trump to go up and, ju- and say, I invented the piano key necktie! I invented it! It wouldn't be out of character, would it? Yeah, no. Nope. No, not and at then all. Billy West I... would do a fandom of it as Zap Brand. I invented the piano key necktie. I invented it. And then Kiff would go, <laughs> But anyways, we're getting way off topic. Um, so I didn't care for it. Lack likes it. What about you two? Uh, Amon, you go first. I, I've been enjoying it. Like, I definitely see what you're talking about. And to be honest, I I find judging Genos and Saitama a little hard because this is the first time where I've tried to do dub predictions for something where I didn't have anything particularly in mind. Like, mm. I was very stumped about, like, who would play these characters. So they are, I think he's benefiting a little bit from, like, I don't know what I wanted out of the English performance anyways. Right. So he he I think I do think he's benefiting from like if I had a more distinct idea of like oh I want X doing this yeah, I might judge him a little bit harsher. That said, I have been entertained by him. I think he is at least solid. I don't you know, okay. no no particular complaints at the very least. What about you, Roots? Okay. Um. You know, with the rest of the dub being the way it is, I have no question in my mind that the way Genos is being portrayed was. 100% intentional. Yeah. I'm not 100% a fan of it, but I don't dislike it either. I I think it, it does I do think it Sorry, go on. I do think it I do think it goes just a hair over the line. But I mean, overall it it's supposed to be sort of the the cyborg robotic kind of monotonous voice and I, I I will say this: it was not the voice I was expecting to hear come out of Genos. Yeah. Right. No, not at all. No. But um, you know, I I think it's it was a very very good pick to put somebody in um, who is, for the most part, inexperienced in dubs as of right now. That we seem to be. That seems to be a theme for this dub in general. All the big name voice talent is going to like the cameos and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Like we have... Right. Yeah. Whereas all the main characters are relative newcomers. I think Bang Zoom has kind of gotten to the point where they're like, yeah, we can't just keep this cast. we got to expand. Yeah. (laughs) Because with Hunter Hunter... I think think they're doing a fine job with Hunter Hunter, but I think they kind of realize we are not Funimation. We don't have a ridiculous cast list that we can just take from like they do with Fairy Tail. So. Right. Well, if you notice with Fairy Tale, a lot of LA sh- actors show up in that. And yeah, One Piece especially. especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's in One Piece. Everyone is in One Piece. If you're not, unless you are Union, you are in One Piece eventually. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, I, but I mean. They find a way. I think it all comes Mike down to the fact that. Yeah, yeah. I think it all comes down to the fact that maybe Zack was a little not ready to be Genos. With that said. I think it's fine. I think he does the character fine. I think it, it, it's. I think the issue is not so much Zach, uh, Zach as an actor. I think it's a director's choice. I'm not a fan of. That's fair. Because I've heard Zach in other roles and he sounds okay. Here, I'm just not a fan of it. So. I think the problem mm-hmm. is is that he's trying too hard to sound deep. 
I mm. think that's what it is. If he right. if he that, didn't try that might be so it. hard to sound like this when he was speaking, and he just let his voice be a little more natural when he spoke, I think it would be a little less yeah. noticeable. So, right, yeah, you can always tell when someone is pushing their normal voice too far to do a certain accent or a certain inflection yeah. that it, they're they're not usually comfortable with. Like right. I had a I saw a lot of that in Dance with Devils actually with with Rico Fajardo as as Mage, and he just did not sound natural at all. But uh, I think we might be seeing, yeah, yeah, you can tell. You can tell when, when an accent or an inflection is outside of an actor's capabilities and they still try to do it anyways. But, you know, I, I don't, I like Zach Aguilar just fine. I just not a fan of this particular role. That's just me, yeah. Um, yeah moving that's, on. That's don't give up, call. Zach, you're doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Moving on to... Keep getting those rolls, man. All right. So, shall we knock this out with one shot? (laughs) Moving on to the titular one-punch man himself, the one and only Kate Baldy, known only as Saitama. He is the strongest character in the show by far. He has developed his body... To be able to defeat any enemy, no matter how powerful, no matter how strong, with a single punch. Hence the name One Punch Man. And how did he do it, Roots? Tell us. Uh, one, you messed it up. Uh, you messed it up. Lack, you tell us how to do it. How did he do it, Lack? Well, I was gonna say, Give uh, us a secret. I was going to say his name is Kate Baldy, but uh, 100 push-ups a day. 100 <laughs> sit-ups a day. And going for a 10, uh, what is it, 10-kilometer jog? Every day. You ruined it. You ruined it again. (laughs) Like, no, it's it's 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and a 10-kilometer run every single day. And by doing this, he worked so hard, his hair fell out, and he became strong enough to defeat any monster or any enemy at all with a single punch. And lo and behold, that's his biggest weakness is because now life is kind of meaningless to him. And he just wants, he wants so much to find a villain that'll give him a fair fight to finally bring the meaning and purpose back into his life. And that's the entire purpose of the show in, the, in a nutshell. I mean, you think the joke, it's the same joke every single time, but they're able to keep it fresh because by various means. It's the characters around him that, I mean, like, I yeah. love Saitama. I think he's a great pro tag, but... It's the cast that really makes the show work. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they make him better. So. Right. Anyways, this is the big one. Who did we predict for Saitama? I want to go last because I had someone I really had my heart set on, and I just, yeah. So. Um, let's see. Roots, you go first. Um, you know what? How much... Do I want to bet that we all pretty much had the same person? I doubt. It. Okay. <laughs> all right. I know that Roots and I probably had the same person because we yeah. we talked about it in the dub talk chat like constantly. What about you, Amon? Did we have the same person? Maybe. Yeah. Like you, like you go first. Who did you have? I I couldn't think of anyone, and like my mind just kept going to Tony Oliver. That was like the only person I could really think of that I thought would fit Saitama, honestly. 
I know. I don't. I know it's a weird choice, but it was like, like if he could just make his voice younger, like that was the right. only way I could think of it. Because I just could not think of anyone for Saitama because he's such a unique character. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Uh, did you know Amon and Roots? Did we all have Ben Diskin? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all wanted number one in... We wanted a grown-up number one in a cape. Basically. Yep. Yep. I'm sure Joseph Joestar wore a cape once. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. You're going to say... I don't, actually. I'm just bluffing. <laughs> why, why is he James from Team Rocket? I know what you're going to say. But anyways, um, yeah, we all, I all, I had my heart set on, on Ben Diskin. I know a lot of us did. I can see that. Just because. Yeah, in fact, a lot of people on Twitter did. In fact. That was pretty much the only name I saw. I know that in Ben fact, wanted to. In fact, I think Ben himself yeah. did for a while there. Because oh. he's like, hey, if I was to voice Saitama, who would be all for it? And like Everyone was like, me, me, me. Ben, Ben, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Unfortunately, he ended up playing a car, getting his ass knocked out. <laughs> Transformers. In the first episode. <laughs> yes. But he sounded great doing it. Yeah. He was a hoot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, um, Ben did oh, not. He was get... also the mole. What do you mean, unfortunately? Yeah, he was. Yeah. We're all wrong once again. The person who is actually playing Saitama, his name is Max Middleman. Created by Stanley. No. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, a very, very new voice actor to the business. Uh, he's only been around a couple years, but he ha already has an impressive lineup of major roles to his name. Um, he is Inaho in Old Noah Zero, meaning he basically plays a dried up piece of toast. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was Eishiro Yabuki in Asterisk War. He's Haruto Kurosawa in Capellion. He is Hirato Shijima in Durarara X2. He's Jun Shiratori in the upcoming dub of Erased. I don't know if we're covering that, so I like you might want to sh that one up. Um, he is in Kingsglay, the Final Fantasy 15 movie. Uh, a, lot, a lot of Final Fantasy 15 people in this. I just realized yeah. that. Like, wow. Yeah. He is Hikari Sakishima in Alone in the Sea. He's Yunan in Magi. He is Eo Fleming in Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt. He is Ayn Dalton in Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. He is probably the role I know him best by. He's King in Seven Deadly Sins. He's Sobi in the Stand By Me Doraemon movie. He's June in Sword Art Online 2. And get your tissues out because he's Kosei Arima in Your Lion April. Specifically, my girlfriend would get tissues out. Yeah. Also, number one and number she two. She actually, um, she door. recently watched the dub, and she really liked the Your Lion April dub. Yeah. Right. So, anyways, what... I'll, I gotta be perfectly honest. When oh, I first... Oh, well, no, never mind. Yeah, what are you, what are you saying? You had the wrong person. I, I, yeah, yeah, never <laughs> mind. Just... What, what happened? What did I miss? Move that in post. Roots is being dumb again, you know. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I had a brain fart. It's yeah. like 11.30. Farts of justice. <laughs> okay. 
Sorry, Roots. Yeah. Okay. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Mm -hmm. When I first heard the cast list and saw it wasn't going to be Ben Diskett, I was very disappointed because I had my heart set on Ben. I had already imagined what he would sound like. And, you know, I did not know what Max was capable of because I've only heard him in other roles where he plays characters yeah. completely different from Saitama. I had only heard him as King. And he yeah. sounds completely different from King. So Having listened to him now... Yes. He absolutely nails He's it. He's fucking mm -hmm. perfect. He is yeah. amazing. Yeah. And... Because he nails the deadpan aspect. He nails the just batshit insane. You got your booger on your finger aspect. He's got the angry, you know, it was me. I destroyed the meteor thing. I'm sold. Quite yeah. honestly. I think he was, this he is was born to play his, Saitama. Honestly. This is his career defining role right here. You know, King was good. Uh, Kosei was good. But, you know, this, he will forever be the voice of Saitama from this point. Mm. And why not? You, I mean, it's say, a great role to be hmm. known for. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? Who else? Who else uh, has an opinion? He's just real good. Like, <laughs> I don't, so I don't, good. I don't know. This is this is approaching like boringly perfect almost. I don't know what to talk about. It's like, it's well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like Saitama is such a unique character just in general. So it's like, how do you categorize him? He's like a Kudere superhero. I don't, I don't, I, he is a character I'd expect to find in something a lot more serious than a goofy anime about a bored superhero. Like, this, this feels like something I would get from, like, a book without pictures in it, you know? It's about, you know, it's about two inches thick. It's very long, very dry. Uh, well, I mean, it was a webcomic. So. It's... <laughs> Not quite what I was going for, but fair oh. point. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I give I give him a lot of credit. I mean, this is the this is the role you need to nail. The rest of the cast could be great, but if Saitama's no good, the whole thing falls apart. Mm -hmm. So if nothing else, like they just get infinite kudos for like they they got the important part, and he's he's just great. He can do everything very well. I have a blast listening to him. Yeah, like I just, I, have, I just thumbs up all around. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, roots, when I first one. saw it, like, um, I, when I first saw that he was cast, I looked at his B BTVA page and I was like, that guy? <laughs> so, I don't know. Roots, you're the last one. What is your opinion? Oh, it's, it's weird, you know. We, uh, we all got our hopes up on Ben Diskin. Didn't happen, but you know, I I have to uh, have to agree. It's I can't see anybody else anymore. Like it is one of those things that you just had to get right, and they got absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we can speak more highly of Cape Baldy or <laughs> or Max Middleman's performance of Cape Baldy in this dub. So, if they got one thing right, they definitely nailed the main character, and that's the most important part. Uh, some characters like, we, you know, some actors we're not too fond of, or some we still have still have yet to prove themselves. 
But I think as far as the One Punch Man himself goes, they got it right with one shot. So that they did. They're not throwing away their shot. They are not throwing away. It's late. <laughs> they don't need to invest in upgrades later on. <laughs> Genos. So, anyways, with that being said, what are general consensus of the dub for One Punch Man? Now, notice this isn't even all the characters. There are this has a ton of characters in it. Some we have heard, some we haven't. Um, the dub is still only about halfway through, airing on Toonami. So, like I said, there's still a bunch of characters we can only make um, predict. We can only predict. So, um, final thoughts. One Punch Man up to episode seven. I think some of us up to episode four. <clears throat> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's real good. Like it's it's like it's still really funny. I I think I like this at least as much as I like the Japanese. Mm-hmm. It is. I I'm a really big fan of this right now. And I'd say, you know, if you if you have a if you have a cable subscription, go watch it. I think Adult Swim's usually pretty good at putting stuff they're airing, like at least part of it up on their website free to watch, so go try and find it there. Yeah, yeah um, what they usually do is they usually put the episode well, I'll get back to this later. I'll get yeah. back to this later. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Lack, final thoughts? Um, it's really great all around. Uh, I think everybody fits their roles really well. Some of the voices I wasn't expecting, but I think they work. Um, that's usually how I feel about a lot of dubs, honestly, because you spend so long just expecting to hear certain voices coming from characters. Like, there's a bit of a dissonance there, but besides that, I think it all, uh, works fine. I think, um, I, I can tell they're having a lot of fun with this dub, with everything that they've done, with, like, Vaccine Man being played by Piccolo. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun. Um... It's, it's great if you've grown up with anime, or even if you just, you know, you know anime. Like, you know, you, you just kind of learned anime recently. Um, if you care about dubs and stuff like that, it's fun to see these little references that... These little in-jokes that you get. And the fact that we actually get to see these in-jokes is spectacular. So. Yeah. Roots, final thoughts? Yeah, um... You know, this was the show of last year, you know, like uh, Tokyo Ghoul was in 2014, Attack on Titan the year before. This is the anime show that is the definitive show of 2015. And I cannot imagine it getting any better of a dub than it has right now. It's funny because for the longest time in 20... What was it? 2015... We thought that the definitive show would be Blood Blockade Battlefront. <laughs> and then they delayed the last episode by like six months. So, so yeah. But I, st- I still hold out belief that both shows are the definitive shows of 2015. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. But I think One Punch yeah, Man just fair. happened to edge it out. Mainly because not only did it have consistent production values... But it had the last episode air on time. And the ending was actually good. (laughs) Sorry. Um, It's like space dandy people all over the place. Also, I still have a soft spot for gangsta. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, just what else can you say? It's One Punch Man. It got a good dub. And 
And yeah, if you would like to watch the dub for yourself, uh, that it's convenient as of recording this right now. Although this episode will not, this episode will be posted after this happens. But they're having a um, they're having a marathon of the first seven episodes this Saturday. So that is a good opportunity. What am I even telling you this for? You're not going to hear it. <laughs> but it's a good opportunity to catch we up with all... We hope you liked it. <laughs> we hope you liked it, yes. If you're listening to this in the future, and going, going back, and you caught that marathon, we hope you liked it. But you can watch it on Toonami, airing weekly. Um, at what time is it? What time does it usually air? Midnight. At midnight, right. Um, every Saturday on Toonami, Adult Swim. Um, on they also post that episode up on Adult Swim's website for about a week, the latest English dubbed episode. Um, as far as options to other options to stream the English dub, there are none available yet. Um, but we have been told that a physical release for Blu-ray and DVD is in the works. So Fantastic. look for that coming from Viz Media uh, in the upcoming months. Um, if you want to watch the simulcast, it is free, available on uh, in Japanese with subtitles on both Hulu and Daisuke.net. Um, as far as other ways to go, uh, remember Hulu isn't actually a thing anymore, so you actually have to go to, was it Yahoo TV now? If you want to watch it free. Or you can join Hulu subscription uh, for, I think it's $7.99 a month with ads, or $14.99 a month without ads. I believe that's the pricing. And you can watch it, stream it through your devices and your TV that way. Um, that's about it. Uh, do we have anything else to say while we have the floor? Uh, Go watch it. Yeah. Can't wait for season two. Fun! Would you say it's a fun punch, man? I would say you're a one pun man. Oh. Um, good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Yeah. Before we head on out, uh, let's say our final goodbyes. Lack, what are you repping right now? What are you doing right now? What I'm doing right now is working as a cashier at a farm. Uh, <laughs> uh, not doing much. Um, just got back into school. Uh, voice acting has kind of had to been put to the side a little bit because I've been so busy. Um, but... You know, I'm, I'm always around, I'm always here, and I'm still trying out for stuff here and there, but personal projects, I am working on something, but it's not, it's barely a germ at this point. Gotcha. So. Alright, so more to look for, look to forward to you from the future, though. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. It's kind of a, okay. it's kind of a, a pipe dream, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. Roots of Justice, what are you doing lately? Hello? Nothing. Oh, his, his mic disconnected. <laughs> oh. He's, he's reconnecting his mic right now. Okay, type it in. <laughs> I will. Oh, I think he's back. I think he's back. Okay, are you back? Okay. In the meantime, uh, Amon Duel, uh, what are you doing lately? I, uh, I, uh, I have, um, uh, mostly I've been, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, uh, A-M-O-D-U-U-L-U-S. And occasionally I'll, uh, you know, talk about things and, and make jokes about Punisher 299, apparently, because that's what I do now. Uh, what, is that, and, what is that poem? Uh, oh, rose, roses are red, violets are... Was it? Roses are red, violets are great. I don't need a jetpack. All I need is hate. 
<laughs> from the man who brought us 2000 AD, everybody. Yes, yes. And, I, and you know, I'm not going to let you go until you give us a dusty old song we've never heard before. Mm, what's a good song? Uh, could it be from the album I recently linked to you? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, what's a, ooh, what's a good <laughs> song on there? Um, crap. <laughs> Hold on. Pa- pa- stall, stall. I'll figure it out. Okay. Stall. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, Rhode, Rhode Island is neither a road nor an island. Talk amongst yourselves. All right. Uh, for, for, a, for a dusty old song, check out by the Baldwin Brothers. Uh, check out, check out uh, Bionic Jam. That was a good one. Ah, yes, that is a good one. It's a remix of the original Bionic Man theme. Exactly what you want out of life, isn't it? Yes, and uh, Roots says, just mention his Twitter, so uh, you can follow Roots of Justice. He, I think he still writes uh, for the Fandom Post. I don't know if that's if he does or not, but uh, but yeah, you can follow his madness at... What is... Oh, yeah, at Roots of Justice. Um, and he talks a lot about anime, and he makes charts, and he uh, we get into a lot of conspiracy theories about who licenses what and just basically shoot shit about the undergoings of the business, and a lot of times we're wrong with whatever. Uh, <laughs> as far as me, I am Spaceman Hardy. You can follow me at Spaceman Hardy. I, uh, I don't really do much. I don't do reviews. I don't do videos or anything like that i basically just tweet a lot and i post lots of final fantasy pictures and goat pictures and food pictures and i bitch about aniplex and pony canyon almost constantly and yeah i'm a pretty cool dude and when i'm when it's working i'm a a a moderator over at the funimation forums unfortunately the forums are currently down right now with no site no it with Ugh, I cannot brain today. I has the dumb. <laughs> With no return in sight currently, hopefully those will be back up. And when they are, you can come visit me and and give make my make my job a whole lot more difficult. But anyways, uh, uh, one, one quick thing I didn't mention where you can find me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lack the Watcher, and uh, you can find me on face on my Facebook page at Liam AC. So okay. On behalf of Lilac Anime Reviews and Dub Talk, we all bid you adieu. So, otaku on, my friends. Keep it manly. Stay on. Yeah.